Hey, so all I wanted to do is share another hour and a half message. So that's fine. And then we'll, um, no, really, really short. We've all got to ease into it slightly. We both, you know, it is, it is one of those things, I think, like Angela said, it, genuinely, we, it is really super important to be kind to ourselves and kind to one another. Um, none of us have been this way before. And, it's, and I think the worst thing we can do is, is come out all guns blazing and, and start sprinting when, when we're actually called to, to run a marathon. And to, uh, I don't know why I'm using a running analogy because I only run when something scary is chasing me. Um, but I think it's really, really important that we, we remember there's something really special. I think I found lockdown really special about, about how life all of a sudden became a lot um, simpler. You know, a lot of what was wasn't uh, you know schedules became amazingly bare and and like there was just a real settling in of, of a lot of things and so this morning I just really wanted to share um, this is kind of as we lead into communion so what communion is going to look like is is this idea I think Andrew shared it before we went away um, before we went away um, we didn't go away before we went into our homes but that I don't know if you were there but that that morning where he just felt like communion was like a cheers like a real celebration and and that hasn't really left me and it's the idea of of you know 2,000 years later from the the early church communion has become and it, it is still as important that communion is a solemnness but there but we've kind of digressed from what that first century sharing the lord's supper or the lord's table really looked like it was a big a big meal it was a celebration it was it was followers of jesus together around a big table sharing food and, and sharing the bread and the wine that represented the Lord's Supper. And so for me, it was kind of like, oh, I didn't want to start back again doing anything other than that. You know, the fact that we can gather together around a table side by side and share in the Lord's Supper together as well as a great big meal filled with Lots of wonderful conversation, encouragement, and, and, and really just finding out how everyone's doing and, and what, what life looks like ahead. So that's the vision or the hope for this morning. And I just really wanted to share from really what is probably one of my favorite verses in all of Scripture, which is Psalm 34, verse 8, which is, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joy of those who take refuge in him. I love, love, love that verse, and it's the idea of, of again, the taste and see, obviously, as we, as we get ready for food and the smell is getting stronger and stronger. Um, taste and see that the Lord is good. But it's even more than that. Oh, the joy of those who take refuge in him. So even in this verse, there's, there's an understanding or there's a, a, an acknowledgement that this life isn't, you only need to take refuge when there's a storm. You know, nothing about Scripture doesn't, you know, we don't have joy because our life is perfect and nothing goes wrong. You know, each one of us have sang, you know, about the goodness of God and, and the unfailing love of God. It doesn't mean that, that our life is filled with rainbows and sunshine. You know, we have, it, it is one, this verse is one of many, many, many invitations throughout Scripture for us to experience the vast love of who God is. 
and taste and see that the Lord is good is an invitation to acknowledge that God is good, to acknowledge the goodness of God. And hands up if you're sitting around a table and you right now could share a story of how God has been good to you. Hi. Isn't that so amazing? And yet, taste and see doesn't just stop there. It's an invitation to acknowledge the goodness of God, but it's an invitation to experience more of God's goodness. How sad would it be if, if our stories of the goodness of God were just stories from the past? But that's not what we're being invited into. That's not what the psalmist means. It's taste and see that the Lord is good, meaning that tomorrow you, we can live with an expectation that tomorrow we will see God's goodness, that in the next five minutes we will see God's goodness, in the next 10 minutes, the next month, the next week, the next year. As we, as we move forward into a life where we probably have never quite known before or, or sort of been confronted with the fact that we are not in control, in that reality, we can still know that God is good, and we can still expect to taste and see the goodness of God no matter what our future looks like. You know, God's great and beautiful story of, of redemption, the ultimate expression of his goodness culminated in the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus. The cross is a simple and yet profound revelation of just how good God's love is for people. You know, at, at this table... God's love for everyone at this table. God's love for everyone who is not yet at the table. God's love for, for everyone who doesn't even know there is a table. I love that, that verse this morning, you know, or that, that was shared, that the idea that God's love extends out so far. Romans 5.8, God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You know, if we, if we think about, I love um, the story, or is, is reinforced by, by the prodigal son, or, or I like it to be called the running father, that, that while, while the son was still a long way off, the father was looking for him. And as soon as he saw him, from a long way off, the father ran to the son. That's what we're celebrating today. As we celebrate the Lord's Supper, we celebrate that's who our God is. You know, if we think about the very first miracle of, that Jesus performed, which was what? Water into wine. But, but it was this idea that, that God saves the very best for last. That's what he's like. His love is so good. You know, God's table, it, the food never runs out. The wine gets better and better. Surely I thought I'd get an amen from that. Come on, I've been staring in an empty lounge at a miserable iPhone for the last 12 weeks, longing for a bit of interaction. There we go. Throw a dog a bone every now and again. Celebrate, taste and see that the Lord is good. The salvation and the life 
that we have in Jesus, the way that he's made for us, that we celebrate of all that he has done, but all that is yet to come. The future and the hope that we have in Jesus, that's what we celebrate. You know, as we share in communion and, and this bigger meal together, look at the crockpots all lined up. It's going to be a brilliant meal. And with every bite we take, with every spoonful, let's continue to celebrate all that God has done, but all that he will continue to do, all that he has in store for each and every one of us. But even more than that, for, for each and every one of all of those people who are out there, who don't even know that there's, a, there's an empty place at a table with their name on it. Let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate the relentless love of God that, that chases us down, that pursues us, that even when we're a long way off, he runs to us. As we eat this bread and we drink from this cup, can we all say yes to knowing that God deeply loves us? Can we say yes that we treasure the death and the resurrection of Jesus, of the way that he's made for us, the overcoming of, of sin that we could never overcome ourselves? And can we say yes to the goodness of God? There we go. That's me. So we're going to, there's some pictures there. Hopefully we'll logistically get this right, but it's not meant to be solemn. It's not meant to be quiet. It's meant to be a party. We're meant to interact with one another as you take communion, um, offer to pray for one another, talk about it, laugh about it, celebrate the goodness of who God is. And I'm going to pray before we do all of that. And then, and then when you're done, let's let the meal continue. Parents, look after your kids. I'm sorry. That doesn't end. <laughs> um, and we're going to enjoy our meal together. So, Father, I thank you so much for being able to come together and gather around your table. I thank you for, for the way that you have made for us. I thank you that when we taste and see that you are good, it's always better than we thought. It's always more than we thought. And so, God, this morning as we share and we break bread together and we drink and we, and we drink together and we celebrate all that you are doing, would you strengthen our love for one another and strengthen our love for you? Would you remind us all that, we have, all that you have in store for us, that no matter what is in store, we can, we can know the joy of putting our hope and our refuge in you? Amen. Wonderful.